It's been so long, I don't even know how to start a podcast no more, man. (laughs) But, you know, here I am. I'm back. Hopefully you can hear me. (coughs) Hopefully all has been well. We're going through changes over this motherfucker. So, we're going back to the Lens Bites podcast. I I felt like Papitoville, it was something, it was something special. And I felt that way because... That was my own little place. That's the place I reside. And I felt like, you know, I was letting people into that place. But I realized in order to have something special, sometimes only you can have it. So I'm I'm going back into Papitoville. We rebranding the podcast again. Back to Lens Bias Podcast, the LBP. And let's see what's been going on. Man, it's, a lot of shit has been going on. Since the last time I talked to y'all, a lot has gone on. With me personally, with my family, with my life, my vehicles. Like, where do we start? I guess I'll tell you about the car. So, if you didn't know, I was the owner of a 2005 Mercury Marinara. I never know how to say that shit right. I always want to say Marinara, but it's like a Mercury Marinara. Bought the car in the summer. Rushing off fast. I had just got a check from my, um, because the caddy got totaled. I had a gold Cadillac presidential tents. I was ready to get something done with the wheels. <laughs> and then someone, one night, I'm laying in bed, minding my business. Boom, car gets hit. Finally, I get paid out for it. As soon as I got the check. I mean, the, literally, the check was deposited in my account. I literally got the fuck up and went out and bought a car that second. <laughs> I ain't shot. I ain't, you know, compared. I just went out and bought a car. Not the smartest thing I've ever did, but hey, I do a lot of dumb shit sometimes. <laughs> but ended up getting the car, you know, just so I can do Uber and shit, you know, get around, be able to take my kids back and forth to where they got to be. But recently, like recently, recently, like last month, the alternator fucking died on me. Now, I thought it was the battery because one night the battery just wasn't working. I got, I bought jumper cables. I bought the, the, uh, the portable jumper and shit so you don't need another car. It was not even the motherfucking battery. It was the alternator that whole time, man. <laughs> so, I was trying to get it fixed. Things wasn't going right, especially financially. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all here. Like, man, I wasn't working. Matter of fact, I was working. I had just started working. I think it was my second day there when the mother, damn, I just watched this badass accident on the TV. NASCAR, one of the cars hit the, uh, the side bumper or hit the side, uh, what the fuck they call that? Side barrier? Not side barrier. They hit the side barrier. And uh, yeah, it went up and exploded. Man, that shit went bad. But back to me and my car. So I, I was working. It's my second night at work. I work overnight, but we'll get into that. It's my second night at work. I'm kicking it in the car with my homeboy and shit. We smoking. Boom. Car won't start. From there, it all escalated. But I was supposed to get the car fixed. Uh, the people that were supposed to help me, they didn't help me. They had their own shit they going through. What y'all understand? It was like, 
who the fuck want to help a grown ass man out? Everybody want help from a grown ass man, but in reality, who the fuck wants to help a grown ass man out? So I can't be mad at that. So I sold the car. Yep, I recently sold it. A couple days ago, I sold it, and I just been driving rentals. <coughs> I've been uh, doing zip car and shit, doing my Uber in a zip car and shit. I gotta find a better outlet than that, cause that that ain't gonna work. I gotta find something better. <coughs> but yeah, I'm working overnight now. It's cool. Some of the nights I had to walk to that motherfucker, cause like I said, the car shit was going on. I was dead broke. I ain't even have. I ain't have nothing to my motherfucking name. So I was walking two hours to work. In fact, one of the nights that we had a bad blizzard. I mean, a real bad storm that started snowing. I had to walk in that shit. It took me like three hours to get to work. But I'm, I'm trying to go to work no matter what. That way, not letting anything stop me and shit. So I got an overnight job, working at a supermarket doing stock. You know, help pay the bills and shit. I ain't no help. I'm paying the bills, but. <laughs> help myself pay the bills and you know I'm off I was reading something real quick but yeah it's cool I mean it ain't hard work stocking shelves I work the dairy department so all your motherfucking juices and your coffee creamers and your, your heavy cream and your iced coffee and your motherfucking I said juice right your turkey hill juices and your simply lemonades and all that type of shit I'm stocking it. The orange juices, the butter, the bacon, all that shit like that. And, you know, I do whatever I got to do to survive. I ain't one of them niggas that, oh, I got a regular job and I don't want people to know. Listen, I have a nine to five. Matter of fact, I'll be real with you. I make $13 an hour. That's it. (laughs) $13 an hour. But to me, it's more about, it's a stepping stone. I don't plan on being there forever. Excuse me, I did the weed. It just... It's just where I'm at in my life right now, you know? Just like, all right, I had some opportunities go my way, then some opportunities not go my way. But now it's like, I got to get back into that ground mode, that hustle mode, that not only be self-sufficient, but if you got to take a paycheck, nigga, you got to take a paycheck. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's how motherfuckers survive. And I'm just keep, I'm going to keep elevating from here, looking for better opportunities and shit. But I had to get back to work, man. And what's crazy about it is my dog put me on to it and shit. He put me on to the last job I had, too, because he wasn't crazy enough. His car was fucking him over, so he wasn't able to make it to uh, to our last job. And me, I just wasn't going. I was like, fuck that shit. I was working like three hours a night. It's supposed to be an eight-hour shift. You work like you work like 10 to 2, so like four hours. Checks wasn't enough, but... I was neither here nor there. My dog keep putting me on to these joints. And that's love, though. Because I be feeling, sometimes a nigga be feeling like ain't nobody got my motherfucking back. But I got to give him his credit. He, he definitely put me on to these opportunities. And if it wasn't for him, I'd be fucked up right now. Because I wouldn't have nobody in my corner. No job, no car, no nothing. I'd be fucked up. But uh, back to uh, this overnight grind, man. So, I mean, it's cold at night. <laughs> It don't help that it's cold outside, it's winter, and then I'm working in the cold section. I'm just happy I ain't got to work in the motherfucking freezer, bro, because I hate that shit. You be having to go in the freezer to get shit, be freezing cold, and it's freezing cold inside of the, uh, the what's it called? What's the name of that shit? The, uh, you know, the doors where we store all the food and shit, be cold as shit, opening them joints up. But that's the, that's the main part that I don't like about it, you know, the cold. Besides that, 
like I said, this easy work. Uh, I can feel it taking a toll on my body, me not sleeping at night, and then not sleeping during the day either, because I'll be trying to do Uber Eats and get this money. So it's definitely taking a, a toll on my on my body. Last night I I was so uh, I can't get out. Last night I was so stressed out I didn't even want to go to work. I was an hour late and shit, but I got my black ass up and went. And I'm really just hoping to keep this job, man, because I want to keep fucking up these opportunities I got in life. You know, I fucked up multiple opportunities this year, last year. And it's like, I'm tired of that shit. I'm tired of, you know, living reckless and having to bail myself out and shit. Not that I want to be living reckless prior. It's just the decisions I made was reckless decisions that led to <laughs> reckless, you know, results. Then it kicks somebody out the game. <laughs> and they kick two people out the game. My fault. I don't watch a sports center at the same time as I'm talking to y'all. But, um, well, yeah. <laughs> like I said, if I got to walk to this motherfucker, I'll walk. You know, rent a car, do whatever I got to do. But I'm going to get to work. I'm going to get this money, you know. <clears throat> I'm done making the... Like, we all going... What I like, you won't make bad decisions. And some of the decisions that you make that's bad, you don't realize them until afterwards. But that's life. You get to learn from it. But on the forefront, I'm just ain't gonna be making, you know, fucking decisions is what I call them. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna just do it. I don't care. <laughs> but I'm really just trying to focus and discipline and cut all the distractions, cut all the people. Just focus in, go to work, handle my business, you know, elevate my life and shit. This ain't my first overnight job. I've worked at, like, Home Depot overnight. Where the fuck else I work overnight? I worked Home Depot overnight. I worked UPS overnight. It was somewhere else I worked overnight. I can't remember right now. Mm. Definitely worked Toys R Us many times overnight. <laughs> R.I.P. to Toys R Us. They was just in the clutch, boy. Every, what's it called? Uh... Every holiday season, I sign right up for uh, for Toys R Us and get that motherfucking pay. I work Coles overnight. I fuck with Coles heavy. Yo. They be having some thorough ass shit. Niggas be sleeping. Coles the only place you can go get a suit and some sweatpants and get your girl something and get a bed spread for the crib type of shit. <laughs> like I fuck with Coles heavy. I think I actually like working overnight because usually you get to work alone. You might work with like one other person or close to somebody, but usually you know you you working by yourself. And I get to, I really get to dive into my thoughts or listen to podcasts or listen to music and, and really it. It's like some of the most peace I get in my life just being at work overnight. Like so I don't be wanting to be there, I'll be tired, but then I focus in and I'll be like, man, you got this shit, and then I just lock in with whatever I'm doing, whether it's just like I said, whether it be listening to music and connecting to the messages that resonate with my life or listening to podcasts and their messages that resonate with my life just it allows me to lock in and focus and shit but at the same time I definitely want to get either a better overnight job and a day job preferably with the city or you know in some capacity or with the post office Work thinking about getting a trade and shit getting my own CDL but I'll talk to y'all about that later and shit <laughs> But yeah, it's got a lot going on, man. My Sixers made the fucking trade. They finally traded for James Harden. I was about to say for Ben Simmons. We finally traded Ben Simmons, bum ass. <laughs> I can't call him a bum. He was an all-star, all-NBA player, but we got rid of him. 
got rid of him. We got Harden. A lot of people talk shit about Harden. He out of shape or injured. Listen, that boy on the court, he's a problem. You can say what the fuck you want. When James Harden, the beard, is on the court, he is a problem. He's hard to stop for anybody. So I'm happy we have him on the, on the Sixers because it makes me feel like we went in the championship this year. He wanted to come last year instead of coming to Brooklyn, but Houston didn't want to trade him to Philly because they're, uh, what's his capacity? I don't even know what to call him. He's not a, because I think Elton Brand is the general manager. Let's look this shit up. Daryl Morey, what does he do? I think he's the president of, of operations and some shit. How the fuck you spell Daryl? There we go. Let's see. Mm-hmm. He the president of basketball operations for the Sixers. But Houston didn't want to trade Harden to Philly because Daryl Murray had recently quit Houston and then came on over to Philly. They was like, hell no, fuck yeah. <laughs> Which I can't blame him, but Harden wanted to be in Philly. So, you in Philly now. My only concern, you know, him and Meek is like besties and shit. They love hanging out, partying, all that shit. I'm just hoping, you know, he can be able to focus now that he's in the, he will be able to focus on a championship and not get distracted by hanging with his besties. <laughs> but I believe he will be focused. I believe, you know, Joel is having the MVP season and he's going to come over here and it's going to be like, yo, let's get the mission done. Let's make sure we kill Brooklyn. Let's make sure we, we run through the playoffs and let's get, let's get this championship. And I'm thinking about moving and shit. Might put serious thought into it, but also I wouldn't be here for that Sixers parade, man. Because <laughs> I know I ain't gonna be able to just move and come back and shit just for the parade. Maybe I can't. I can do anything I put my mind to. But when the Sixers won the chip this summer, oh man, that's gonna be the city gonna be lit. I mean, the night that we win is gonna be lit. Listen, the Sixers playoff run when we had AI that year that he went to the chip. I was a young boy in the city was lit. So I know as a grown man, this going to be on like a motherfucker. And then if we win the chip, the parade, oh, you think niggas lost their mind for the Eagles. Niggas did that in the cold. Imagine what we going to do on a nice, sunny, summer day and shit. We going to turn the fuck up all day. It's going to be a lot of drunk motherfuckers. <laughs> I might stop drinking until we win the chip. But there's going to be a lot of drunk motherfuckers. But... Yeah, we got heart in them. So our aspirations is to not only win the Eastern Conference Finals, but to win the NBA Finals and be the 22, what year is it? The 21-22 NBA champions. And I think we can do it. I think Simmons was holding us back from actually, like we were a championship caliber team, but the struggles that Simmons was having, whether it be on the court or mental, that was holding us back because he was that piece that we needed to be like, yo, bro, we need you out there. We need you to be effective and assertive and be the, you know, the dominant person you've been being. No pun intended. <laughs> but it was like mentally Ben just checked out. And, you know, that happens, bro. I can honestly, I got to talk a lot of shit about Ben Simmons, but I've been there. I've been there where, you know, the struggles that you're facing, it makes you just mentally check out and stop caring. And that's not a good feeling. So I take up, I ain't going to say it. I take back, but. I understand and I sympathize with Ben Simmons because if he really going through some mental shit, that shit do way and take a toll on you, man. For real, for real. 
But like I said, he gone now, so I focus. And I'm happy for him. Let me take that back. I'm happy for him. He out of the situation. It, it ain't never good to be in a situation you don't want to be in, especially when you're being held hostage there and you want to go do other things. Mm. Okay, big man with the highlight dunk. It's that Texas Tech. I see. That was a nice pass, too. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm happy that he, you know, out of a situation he didn't want to be in because we were going hard on this thing. The city was going hard on him. The media, the uh, team, everybody was going hard on him. And now he got, a, you know, another shot. I just don't like that he's in Brooklyn. But fuck it. We had to get James Harden. I kind of wanted us to go after a nigga like Damian Lillard, though. Because if we got Dame, we ain't got to worry about seeing Ben in the playoffs. <laughs> but it is what it is. Nigga, we'll see you. We know where Brooklyn at. It's right up 95. We'd be up there. The piece that I didn't like losing, I ain't like losing either of them, uh, Seth Curry or Andre Jumman. But I think losing, because remember, we got Danny Green, but he's just injured right now. But I think losing Seth Curry is, yeah, we're going to get the points back from uh, Hart and this shit. But he was, I think, ooh, that dunk was crazy. My man, Running to the baseline, cocked it with the left hand so that he facing the lane and just dumped all over this dude. Y'all gotta watch Sports Center, man. I love Sports Center. Shout out uh, Sports Center. Rest in peace, uh, Stu Jackson. Mm, excuse me, Stu Scott, Stuart Scott. That's what I bet. I don't know why I said uh, Stu Jackson, but uh, yeah, man, losing Curry is like I felt like Curry allowed our youngins to get off. Like Maxi is a beast. He's a defensive beast. He, he learned to knock down that, you know, that, uh, they call it the knockdown jump shot. But, like, the corner three, it's like he ain't going to be a lot on ball, but he attacks the rim. He can knock down the quarter, corner three. And he's the best perimeter defender in the NBA. Jimmy Butler is no longer the best perimeter defender in the NBA. That is Matias Thibel. And I love the young boy, Maxi. Maxi, I really think that's our future. So I was okay if we didn't actually trade Ben. I was like, yo, let Maxie do his thing. T's out there doing his thing. You got Seth out there shooting like a Curry brother. Pow, pow. Just letting that shit bang off. And then we got the MVP, big man Joel Embiid. We was good. But now I feel like I don't I don't like the, the loss of Seth Curry. But you got to live with it. It's playoff time. You got to live with that. So I'm really looking forward to it. I think we got like what a month or two into the playoffs start. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be catching some of them games. I'm definitely. That's what get uh, crazy about the NBA playoffs and shit. Like if you got a West Coast team, their team will be playing later. <laughs> if you got an East Coast team, they will be playing earlier. So with me having to be after work at a certain time, most times I'm gonna be able to watch the game and shit. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. <clears throat> but I, it ain't no team out there that scare me. I think we can take down Atlanta. We can take down uh, Boston. We can take down Milwaukee. We can take down Brooklyn. We can take down Miami. I say Miami already did. Chicago, Cleveland, New York. We, we Listen, we want smoke with anybody. JoJo is the best player in the game right now. Niggas keep saying Djokovic. Yeah, Djokovic is a hell of a player. Don't get me wrong. For a nigga that can't jump off the floor, he gets busy. But Joel Embiid is the best player in the NBA right now. You combine that. James Harden, you run that pick and roll, you you let James push the rock and have him beat as the trail man knocking down threes. Oh, it's gonna go down. It's gonna go down. We went in the shit. That's how I feel. 
You don't feel that way? Well, talk to your mom about it. We went in. Shit, I can't wait. Mm. I think the blunt's pretty much out. Hold on. Hold on. Let's see. Yep. I might be able to get one more out of here. I worked last night, so. Uh, today is Sunday. Uh, what? The 20th? Yeah, it's the 20th of February. Last night was the slam dunk contest, so I missed that. All-Star, ooh. Jumped over a nigga, put that shit behind his back. Uh, All-Star Weekend, and he just, like, when I was a kid, All-Star Weekend was everything, you know? It was like, all right, you know, you rush home from school, you watch the Celebrity Game and the Rising Stars game, then you got the dunk contest and the three-point contest, then on Sunday, you got the All-Star. Man, it was just like a, okay, okay, hurry up and get to the All-Star game. That's all people care about. I think this done. I said Dunyan. But uh shit, I gotta get to work. It's already nine o'clock. I'm about to go out and do some Uber. Uh I'm gonna get back to this podcast and shit, man. I miss it. I miss, you know, sharing my thoughts and sharing my life, sharing my feelings. Cause I'm be I'm gonna be real with y'all because y'all then took y'all time to come here and listen to me. You still listening right now. I'll be honest with you. I don't feel like it's too many places in the world I can take my thoughts and my feelings to, especially people. I ain't got too many of those that people that really actually care about my thoughts and feelings. So, this is an alternative to that. Being able to, you know, share my life and my truths and my failures and my successes, my wins and my losses, and to be able to reflect back on them. That's big for me. So I can't tell you no day like, yo, the podcast is going to be dropping on Mondays and Wednesdays or Tuesdays and Thursdays. No, listen, this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to drop the podcast as much as I can. If I drop two episodes in a day, fuck it. If I drop one every day, fuck it. That's just how we rocking, you know? But I'm definitely getting back to podcasting. I've been, I've been lacking. I've been lacking on my shit that I usually do for me, like basketball, podcasting, running, journaling, you know, water. <laughs> so I got to get back, you know, get back to feeding the inside, feeding the soul instead of the, instead of the body and shit. So that's what time we on. Uh, I got a couple episodes coming up, you know, talking about, you know, cheating in relationships. Uh, I got an episode about my COVID experience, episode about fatherhood, the metaverse. Uh, I got some shit for y'all, man. I'm going to start going back heavy on this shit. But, <clears throat> you know, you can find the, you found the podcast. But, you know, you can find me on all different types of platforms and shit. Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast. You know, just put, hit the search button. Type in Lens Bias. I should come up. I think I changed the name already. If not, I'll take care of that. <laughs> but, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and shit and uh, Instagram. It should be Lens Bias or Papitoville. Who knows? I'll have more clarification later. Hit the uh, hit the link that's in my bio. You can find all my shit that I do. I'm gonna start a blog soon too. And you know, just you know, fuck with a nigga, man. I'm out here. We out here trying to live. I be feeling like I gotta, you know, just stay to myself. But you know, nothing on this planet, nothing in life, is meant to grow how it's truly meant to grow. If it stays to oneself, so I gotta get back to you know connecting to the world. It's gotta. It's all about the connection with the right people, man. I feel like y'all the right people if you're listening, man. So, 
with life and love in your heart, I want you to go out there, you know, and be great. This lens bias. I appreciate you listening. Peace.